God has a specific desire and design for your role as a mom. Join me as we discuss common mom stuff and how we can and should view it from the heart of Jesus. My desire is that you will leave each episode with a smile on your face and empowered to be one step closer to the mom God has called you to be. Hey friend, it is Tiffany from the Mommyhood Empowered Podcast, and today we are going to be talking about time and how we can live a life where we don't feel like time is just passing us by. But first, I want to give a little life update on myself just because I feel like it has been a real hot minute since I've done anything like that. And we might have some new listeners that have no idea who I am or any backstory behind me. So just a quick little blip into that. My name is Tiffany and I'm a mom, which you probably guessed since I have a mom podcast that would make total sense, right? So I have three kiddos. I have one that is 17. She is my oldest. And then I have a seven-year-old and a four-year-old. The seven-year-old is a little boy and the four-year-old is a little girl. We have lots of fun in our house with all of the different ages. And I am also currently like at home by myself. It's weird because they, I've sent them all off to school this week. And now it's just, it's just me during the day and it is a weird phenomenon, but I think I'm loving it. (laughs) I'm also an author, a children's author. I have written two books that are out in the world. One of them is what did your dinosaur do today? That one was inspired and dedicated to my seven-year-old son because he loves dinosaurs. And then I have another one that is called, What Did Your Baby Doll Do Today? And that one is inspired and dedicated to my youngest daughter because she loves baby dolls. So if you don't have either one of those books in your life, you need to check it out. They are great reads for the mom and dad or grandparent, whatever it is to read with the child. They are easy, short books. The illustrations are fabulous. I can totally say that because I do not have anything to do with illustrations, I can barely draw a stick figure, but they truly are great books that are going to, they are meant to bond you with your child whenever you read them. And it's meant to be a book that you want to read again and again, like you want to read it again and again, and your child wants to read it again and again. So we get lots of bang for that book. Amazon is probably the easiest place for you to pick that up on. So go ahead and check that out or Barnes and Noble has it online there too. I am also a wife to my lovely husband. We are getting ready to celebrate nine years of marriage coming up in September. And we also have a cat. We are a cat family, not a dog family. We do like dogs, but we just always say that we aren't responsible enough for a dog because they take some maintenance. So we like to pet other people's dogs and we don't have to have the responsibility. We can just leave it there. Like I said earlier, I am now a person that has the days to myself. All my kids are in school. It was actually just this week that I sent my youngest off to junior kindergarten. And then my oldest is a junior in high school. So it is, it's crazy that they are actually, either one of them are old enough to be in the grade that they are in. It blows my mind. So I've been thinking a lot about time and how time goes really quick. 
and it has heavily influenced, obviously, the topic of what we are talking about today because of that, because it's definitely something that has just been in my mind all week long. So I want to talk about it. So my emotions this week with having sent my kids to school, they are on like a pendulum swing. You know, one minute I'm excited for the new season, really for all of us, including myself, because now I have time. And, but on the other side of it, you know, I, I have some of that, that sadness that's associated with it because I have loved like where all the seasons before, and it's okay to have that sadness and the longing to hold on to the past, but I don't want it to be so much so that I am not fully embracing the next season of life that God has for us. I know whenever my son was a newborn, other moms that had already been there and done that, they routinely warned me not to blink, and they were completely right about that. Life goes so fast that it's common for people to feel like they have potentially completely lost out on a season of life. I can relate to that. I have had far too many seasons in life when I feel like it passed by in a blur and like I didn't live it to its fullest intent or extent. The seasons that really bother me that I feel like I missed are those ones that involved my kids. I don't like to miss out on anything of my kids' lives. My life as a mom seemed at one point like it was getting away from me, kind of like a runaway train that refused to slow down. After going through some seasons like that, I didn't like that feeling and I really didn't want to have my motherhood pass by in a blur like that. And I didn't want to continually feel like I was losing time with people that meant so much to me, like my kids, but I didn't really know how to make that stop. But then 2020 happened and people say I'm nuts whenever I say 2020 was one of the best things that ever happened to me, but it was. It made the runaway train of time forcibly slow down to super manageable levels. The days were long, but in the best of ways. I started noticing the little things about how my kids lived life. We started spending real time together. My kids no longer had to compete for so much attention. My mind wasn't here and there and everywhere. It was, it was right there with them. For the first time in my life, time felt like it was on my side and I loved it. For the first time since my child, children were born, like I actually began to enjoy the entire day with them. I began to savor it in a way that I never had before. I began to ask myself what the difference maker was. Like, what was it about how I was living my life right then compared to how I had been living my life before that that was making the difference? What I found was that there were definite patterns and characteristics of those seasons prior to 2020 that stood in stark contrast to the season of life I was currently experiencing. Once I identified the patterns, I was able to put intentional practices into place to maintain a life that no longer felt like it was passing me by. The world did eventually open back up. And with that also came the ability for that train to start running at full speed, but I didn't want that. Now I may still feel the sting of sadness as a season ends, but I'm 
able to better appreciate the ending, knowing that I lived and enjoyed it and that I can turn the chapter joyfully to the next. I no longer feel like I missed it. And that is what today's episode is about. I want to share this information with you so that you can intentionally put practices into place that will help you feel like you are controlling the time that you have so that you can fully enjoy it with your kids and not feel like you are missing out on seasons with them. I don't want time to control you. Have you heard the phrase, time is a thief? I really, really, really hate hearing that phrase. I hate it because it makes me feel helpless. It makes me feel robbed and wronged. It makes me feel sad. Honestly, I want to cover my ears when somebody says it and sure repeat over and over, I can't hear you, I can't hear you, I can't hear you, I can't hear you. Everyone has their pet peeves, and I guess this is one of mine. Time does not have to be a thief. It certainly can be a thief if you let it be a thief and steal from you, but it doesn't have to be. And that is what we are going to talk about today. We are going to look at how you can take the time that you have and use it in a way that makes time your friend and not your enemy. You have more power in taking control of your time than you think, but it isn't going to just happen without being intentional to make sure you are doing your best to control time instead of letting it control you. What you need to be careful of is whenever you start believing that time is stealing something from you. When you start blaming your problems on time, you usually end up spinning your wheels and wasting more of it. Instead of the blame game, let's put time in the correct place and acknowledge that you have dominion over it instead of the other way around. You have the power to utilize time in your favor and make it your friend instead of your foe. Here are a few ways that you can make peace with time and not let life just pass you by in a blur. I want you to live in the moment that is currently happening. In order to do this, your mind and your heart, they have to be where your body is physically located. You have to pay attention and be engaged to what it is that you're currently doing. This is going to help you enjoy the moment and not leave that moment feeling like you missed something. This has happened to me far too often. If you are thinking about something else, working on something else while you are, let's face it, pretending to be present in another situation, then you are going to walk away from the situation with a feeling of emptiness and sadness. And this is all because your mind and your heart were focused on something else instead of what was actually in front of you. Here's a situation that I am often guilty of missing if I don't consciously and intentionally direct my mind and heart to be where my body is. And that's bedtime routine. My kids love bedtime routine and I want them to see me love it too. And I really do love it. But you know, it's at that time of the evening when it's late and I have other things that I need to get done after I put them into bed so that I myself can go to bed. And so I know that my mind can have a tendency to wander and my kids immediately know whenever this happens. I don't want that to happen, but whenever I know that, that I'm prone to doing that, then I'm able to guard against it and not, and not let my mind go there whenever it starts to. You know, you may have a different area of life that comes to mind whenever I say this. Identify whatever area of life it is that you think you are prone to not being fully present in in the moment and guard yourself from that. 
be prepared to pull your mind back, your heart back, and so that it can be in the current place that you are. We can't create time. We can't rewind time. But you can treat the time that you do have with healthy respect by investing in the current moment and minimizing future regret. Another way to make peace with time is to not get hung up in the past. I think the fact sometimes that we um, do feel like we like time is getting away is because the season prior to that was so amazing. We can tend to glorify the past, in other words. I know that this is part of what is causing my sadness about school starting because I'm sad to see summer go because it was just so good. That season, though, it can be a rock star season that you're coming off of, but that doesn't mean it has to be the highlight of your life. You can keep creating highlight reels with your current season too and the ones after that. I kind of always think about this like an ex-boyfriend where whenever you're dating him, you, you know, you, he's got all these problems. You are like fed up with him, whatever. But then after you break up, suddenly you start thinking about the good things about your relationship and you forget about the rough stuff. Here's a little trick I use whenever I'm attempted to glorify the past. I think of something that was hard about that season that I'm thankful that I no longer have to deal with. For me, I can often think about whenever my kiddos were babies or toddlers, and sometimes I can really miss that stage since I'm done with it. But whenever I start to do that, I think about one thing in that season that I really did not enjoy doing, and that is changing diapers. I am so thankful I don't have to change diapers anymore. And it may sound silly, but just thinking about that one thing can really pull me back, and it can make me glad that they actually are older now. The flip side of focusing too much on the past is that it could be because you are hung up in regret of the past. And we are all going to have some regrets and things that we wish we would have done differently. That's just called life because hindsight is truly 2020. It's not so easy to see things when you're actually in it. But if you have a lot of this condemning thought pattern going on, then you need to kick that to the curb. Don't let it have free space in your head to clog up all the other great things that you could be thinking about. Those thoughts are not thoughts that God wants you to have there. They are not from God. God is a grace-filled God, not a condemning God, and he would not put those thoughts there. It's actually Satan. He's the one that would have you continue to mull over the could've, would've, should'ves for the rest of your life because he knows that it doesn't make you go forward. It just makes you stay where you are. The Bible actually tells us several times that God can, in fact, rebuild and make things right from things that are ruined if it is truly something is in ruin, whether it's by your fault or somebody else's. The Bible tells us that the that he will repay what the locust has eaten and what they have stolen. I love thinking about that verse. Because something that is dead and holy and just doesn't look good, like God can totally rebuild and, and repay that to us. Pray about the things that are bothering you. Write it on a piece of paper. Say it out loud. Just get it outside of your mind and outside of into the world. And then release those things to God's care. Whatever it is that's bothering you. It may not even be a blip on the radar to anybody else, but yet it's causing you all of this turmoil. It can be something small or something big. 
There's no limit on it. There's nothing so silly that it can't be something that you need to give to God. I know I had to do this with my oldest daughter. She used to always ask me to spend the night in her bed and I never did it. And now she's old enough. She doesn't even want me to, but I had some regret once I realized that my tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow had actually just turned into a day where, you know, it was no longer cool to like sleep in the same bed as your mom. So the, that had passed me by and it really bugged me. And some of you guys might think it's silly, but it did. And so I had to say that out loud and I just had to say, God, like take that away from me. And what happens is that God's able to replace your guilt with the hope of a different kind of time spent together with your kids and with the hope that he will rebuild and repay. Another way to really make peace with time is to anticipate the benefits of the season that you are currently in, which I kind of touched on this earlier, but you know, there are super fun things about every season that you enter. My kids now, they can carry on conversations with me that they couldn't do whenever they were younger. This past summer, I was pleasantly pleased that I was able to sit on the side of the pool and just watch them swim instead of having to like actually get inside with them because now they can both swim. So that was a great season. You know, my oldest daughter, she's a teenager, so she can drive. And that's a really nice benefit that she can drive herself around. Plus we have the excitement of getting to talk about profession that she might want to do or going to college. Intentionally thinking about what the new season brings to your life will give you excitement and will make you look forward to the time that is literally just right around the corner. The last thing that I wanna talk about as far as making peace with your time goes and ways and practices that you can put into place is planning ahead. This one's huge for efficiently using the time. You can't talk about taking control of time without talking about planning ahead for the time. The Bible actually tells us to do this in Ephesians 5.15, it says, Look carefully then how you walk, not as the unwise, but as the wise, making the best use of time. Everyone is given time. It is not up to the, it is up to the individual how to use it. So choose to make the best use of it, just like the Bible says. You have to take advantage of the time you have when you have it. Take an audit of your time and find moments that already exist that can be used to make time to intentionally create memories and relationship with your kids. For me, this is using the time in the car to talk. We have about a 25 minute commute to school. And these are my some of my favorite conversations that we have because we are in the car and we are strapped in and on the way to school, we're excited about the day. And then on the way home from school, they're talking about their day. And I just absolutely love those conversations. And it makes me feel like even though I am not with them during the day, I'm still getting to have a peek into their life and those moments of their day aren't passing me by. You might have a different time that is not currently being used that you can do something similar with. Everybody's schedule is going to be different. So ask God what it is that an area, a time that you could use to routinely connect with your kiddos. As we close, I just want to really encourage you to intentionally take care of your time starting now. Like don't wait for tomorrow. Start putting these things into practice now. 
I want you to be proactive about taking control of your time so that it doesn't control you and you aren't left with regret and feeling like time passed you by. As with literally everything we talk about on this podcast, this does not have to rely solely on your own strength. God is here to help you manage your time. He is here to empower you with his Holy Spirit to make you sensitive to the ways you can live a life where you are living a life that not that doesn't let time pass you by or your children's life. And now my prayer for you. Dear Lord, you see this mom that's listening to my voice. I pray that you would help her feel like time is on her side instead of against her. May you give her ideas of how to create intentional space to maximize the time she has with her children. Instill in her a determination to live in the moment instead of living for the next. Take away any regret she might be feeling about losing moments and replace them with hope for future opportunities. Please multiply the time she has with her kids in the way that only you can. From this day forward, may she live like time is her friend instead of an enemy. Amen. Hey, this is Tiffany. You have just listened to the Mommyhood Empowered Podcast. I pray that you have a smile on your face right now and that you are determined to go out into your world and make somebody else smile too. Have a blessed day.